0: Hi, everybody. I'm Josh. And I'm Brett. If you're looking for a different horror podcast, one that stands out from the rest, well, don't look here. (laughs) Absolutely not. Every week we talk about our favorite horror movies and some of our favorite aspects of those horror movies. So that's something that interests you, check us out. The only thing that sets us apart is that it's us. So if you like the sound of our voices, check us out at the Evil Desk Podcast, wherever it is that you find podcasts.
1: Technology has revolutionized the world we live in. With rapid development and artificial intelligence, we've created a reliance on automation, but also a fear of the unknown. A certain unease has grown to wonder how far it can all go. Will technology misuse our information, make our jobs obsolete, or even surpass us? With the human race bound to the frightening power of machines, will there come a time where we will all have to submit to technology terror?
0: Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screams,
1: where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies.
0: I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is a Mostly Horror Podcast.
1: Each season, we will rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13.
0: We will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies and tell you just how authentic they are.
1: This week, we accidentally make someone a digital god in The Lawnmower Man.
0: You weren't expecting that, were you? No, I wasn't. (laughs) I I put those in, and it's a little surprise for Stephanie each time.
1: I know. But
0: that's basically what happens in this movie.
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: But have you seen this movie?
1: No, I don't think I'll be watching again, to be honest.
0: That's fair. So I have not seen this movie either. However, I've seen many videos about this movie, which is how I even knew it existed. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing clips of it. I'm like, Oh, my God. We have to cover this movie.
1: <laughs> okay. Did you like it at all? I mean, what was the other one that we watched? Videodrome. Yeah, Videodrome was more painful than this. I'll say that.
0: Pa- oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not saying much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I would say that I, Lawnmower Man was at least, I was like curious what was going to happen. Videodrome, I was like, let's just get this over with.
0: That's That's fair. I kind of, in the notes, talk about it briefly without going into too, too much detail, but there's a director's cut of this movie that's almost two and a half hours long. Not needed. (laughs) And I texted you. I'm like, uh, just FYI, when you go to look for this movie, you will find the director's cut
1: and the theatrical. You
0: will find that, like, the director's cut is way more accessible. Like, on multiple platforms, I went to watch this movie, and I could only find the director's cut.
1: Yeah, I saw that, too. And then
0: I forgot what platform, maybe Tubi it was. Mm-hmm. I actually, they have yeah, both versions. Yeah, I did,
1: too. But I like, went through that one.
0: I'm like, I'm not watching the director's cut. No. I wanna Not only because it was longer, but also I do want to see what it was, the theatrical version to right. cover. Like, the... The director's cut's good, like, on a second viewing, I would say. Okay. Because that's the director's
1: right. intentions. You, but, you know what's happening. Right.
0: But I want to cover, like, how it was presented initially. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. No, I'm not sitting through this movie for two and a half no, hours. no. I think I enjoyed it overall. It was silly. Like, I... <sighs> It deals a lot with CGI, which is not good, and it makes it hard to immerse yourself in it because it's goofy looking. Yeah. So it, that's where it kind of falters, in my opinion.
1: I kind of think of <laughs> the Spy Kids movie, not oh not God. the second. The
0: 3D one? Yeah,
1: the 3D one when they're in the game thing. And yeah. It, it's weird. It just weirdly – it just doesn't age well and it looks weird. <laughs> right. And this was ninety eight, right?
0: Ninety two.
1: Ninety two. So mm.
0: even, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, but I think the story and concept was interesting. At least, uh, yeah. it was just like the whole CGI bit was like it was hard to take it seriously. Right, I was like, "Oh, it's kind of hokey," but again, they did what they could with the technology they had at the time. Although I kind of don't want to hear it, also because like Jurassic Park came out the following year, so yeah, that shit still holds up. Right, and then you watch Lawnmower Man. I'm sure it was a budget thing <laughs> yeah. as well, so I can't really say it. But it, but it's just, but
1: obviously, like they had the ability, like or well, you'd assume, <laughs>
0: right? So I, maybe if they had a better budget or whatever the case may be, it's just. I think the story is interesting at the very least. It's just, however, the execution and especially the virtual reality world is just like,
1: ugh, ugh. yeah.
0: But we had this rated as a three. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, maybe uh, we could bump it up from.
0: What would we move down? You know, like what? Shutter, shutter. Yeah, shutter. I could
1: see sh- putting Shutter at three and then putting Lawnmower Man at four. Okay. I could see that.
0: I think Shudder was more like ghost story type situation, where this is more like a thriller, I
1: would say. Yeah.
0: Thriller suspense.
1: I felt like an anti hero kind of story line the whole time.
0: Anti hero?
1: Mm hmm.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It was uh, almost like a Frankenstein situation.
1: Yeah. The creator and well. his
0: uh, creation. Mm hmm. So. Ready to hear some background on the movie?
1: Yeah, give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're
0: like, uh, not really. <laughs> All right. The Lawnmower Man is a 1992 science fiction horror film <laughs> written by Leonard and Gimmel Everett and starring Jeff Fahey as Job Smith, an intellectually disabled gardener, and Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Lawrence Larry. Angelo, a scientist who decides to experiment on him in an effort to give him greater intelligence. The experiments give Job superhuman abilities and also increases his aggression, turning him to a man obsessed with evolving into a digital being. Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes just widened. <laughs> just like, mm, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever seen uh, Mrs. Doubtfire? Yeah. So Pierce Bronzman is the guy that tries to move in on the mom. Mm-hmm. And, I, like, the whole time I was, like, I know you as, like, the person we don't like in the movie. Mm. <laughs> so, I'm, like, the whole time I was, like, I don't trust you.
0: <laughs> I know him as Bond. He was James Bond for a while.
1: Oh, yeah. He was yeah.
0: in a bunch of other stuff. I didn't me. really
1: care for the James Bond movies. That's fair. But, yeah.
0: He's a he's a well-known actor.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just couldn't trust him the whole time. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Well,
0: he's like he, he, not the evil genius type, but definitely like uh "I will push the limits" kind of yeah. science type. Yeah. Because he does. <laughs> so yes. His intentions aren't bad. Uh, he just doesn't know when to cool it, and right. then he hits that point where it's too late. Yeah. He's like, ah, shit. Mm. Hmm. I done fucked up. Yeah. And well, uh, when we get to the part, you'll see how bad.
1: Well, yeah, it's pretty astronomical. up pretty astronomical. <laughs>
0: The film is adapted from the merging of a 1975 short story by Stephen King, and it was mixed with an original screenplay entitled Cyber God. So he took parts of Stephen King's story and this
1: oh, thing and...
0: and mushed it together. Okay. Um, so because of this deviation from a story, King successfully sued to have his name removed from the film, which was originally titled Stephen King's The Lawnmower Man. Oh. Um, he won further damages when his name was included in the title of the home video release so he was like do not put my name on this this is nothing like my story right def- like in title and then, only and
1: then it comes out on the video and he's like what the fuck did what you do f- <laughs> like, uh, excuse
0: me i did we not
1: already did it a- we- we've been over this <laughs>
0: right they just want to put his name on it to market it mm-hmm. and he's like yeah how about you do my actual story and then we'll talk yeah so there was a sequel called Lawnmower Man 2 Beyond Cyberspace, but it was also called Lawnmower Man 2 Job's War, depending. It had two titles. Oh. Um, yeah, it was released in 1996 with Austin O'Brien as the only returning actor from the <laughs> original film, which is the kid.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And it takes place, like, in a cyberpunk future. Oh. And it was it did terribly.
1: Yeah, that's I all can I imagine. Mm. Uh,
0: <laughs> so there is a sequel, if you, if you like uh, this one. There's a sequel that's very bad. So it expands the universe.
1: Maybe a technology season too, mm. eventually.
0: I think it's PG 13 and it goes more like the Goonies route and it follows mm. like a group of kids, like him included.
1: Yeah, I did They're like, like a quick read through of the plot. It follows Peter, the kid, and he's 16. Okay, so yeah, at you, the time. you know a little
0: bit. Yeah, and he's like a runaway group of kids or something. And, yeah, like, and
1: you're like, what happened with his mom? I'm I'm like, why just, you run away, kid? Like, I
0: don't know. I guess with the shit he saw, I don't know, he's like, <laughs> But, so, as I kind of mentioned before, there's a director's cut that is almost two and a half hours long. Major differences include moments with Lawrence's wife, actually. In the theatrical cut, Lawrence's wife kind of just disappears, as we'll discuss. But in the director's cut, Job actually controls her later on in the movie. And oh. uh, she's later killed by the agent. So, she has a bigger role in the movie.
1: She, and Lawrence is, oh, the doctor. Guy. Yeah. So, oh, I thought it was just his girlfriend that left in the beginning. I oh. guess that was his wife.
0: Uh, according to my research. Oh, all right. They Oops. were married. Well, regardless, they are together in some capacity. Yeah. And then just there the scenes, there's major dialogue changes and extended dialogue. Mm, okay. But as of last year in July, the film has a 37% rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 41 reviews. The site's consensus states the Lawnmower Man suffers from predictable melodramatic script. And it's once groundbreaking visual effects of dated today. Uh, that's putting it lightly. Yeah. Metacritic gives the film a rating of 42 out of 100 based on 14 reviews.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. That sounds about right.
1: Yeah. I was like, 42 out of 100. That's really similar to the Stepford Wives. But then I was like, oh, yeah, there was like 40 people in that review.
0: Right. And we liked Stepford Wives. Yes, so, we you know. know.
1: That's different.
0: But before we... <laughs> dive into the plot of the movie i didn't want to go over the plot of stephen king's short story
1: yeah please do
0: did did you read any of this (laughs) before okay this is fucking weird okay (laughs) (laughs) so this is the short story that they made this movie off of okay mind you okay so harold Parquette is in need of i pulled this right from wikipedia first of all so this is straight from the the source quote unquote (laughs) So, Harold Parkett is in need of a new lawn mowing service. Uh, The summer before, a neighbor's cat was accidentally killed when another neighbor's dog chased it under the mower. Hate that. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. (laughs) Uh, There's animal death. Harold has been putting off hiring new help for the summer, but when he sees an ad for a mowing service, he calls. A van reading pastoral greenery soon pulls up to his house. A man working for the service, a hairy pot-bellied fellow, is shown... The overgrown back lawn and is hired. Harold is enjoying a rest as he reads the paper, wondering about the lawnmower man mentioning Circe, Greek goddess. I forget what exactly she is, but he's talking about this Greek goddess. Oh, okay. When he hears the lawnmower outside, startled, he races to the back porch and sees a lawnmower running by itself and the naked lawnmower man following it on all fours eating the grass. So imagine that. the lawnmower seemingly deliberately chases and kills a mole and Harold faints. So there's this lawnmower that's mowing the grass by himself.
1: And a naked man. Eating the grass. Following it on on hands and knees. Okay.
0: Right. Yeah. So when Harold revives, the lawnmower man explains that his new method introduced by his boss grants substantial benefits and that he makes sacrificial victims of customers who cannot appreciate the process. So if you don't like it, you you did. You did, yeah. So, all right. Harold, though unnerved, allows the lawnmower man to return to work. He's like, all right, do do your thing. As soon as the man is out of sight, Harold desperately calls the police, but is interrupted by the lawnmower man who reveals his boss's name, the ancient god Pan. So, he works for an ancient god. Okay. And I forget what Pan. <laughs> We're <laughs> like, going to look what?
1: these up. Cersei. I think, is Pan. like a witchy kind of
0: situation. She's Googling again. (laughs) Stephanie is Googling. She is
1: the goddess of sorcery. Yes. And Pan. I thought Pan was the little guy from Hercules.
0: That's Hermes. No. No, 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 no. Phil?
1: Yeah, which was like a satyr.
0: Yeah. That sounds right.
1: But let me double check with. Yeah, he's the god of the wild shepherds and flocks. Hmm. So I guess that makes sense why he likes to eat grass.
0: Well, that's his boss.
1: Yeah, so.
0: But anyways, so. He's eating
1: it in service of him, I'm sure. uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) So
0: that's the boss. Uh, The lawnmower man briefly chases Harold through the living room before brutally slaughtering him. Uh. So when the police arrive, they conclude that Harold was murdered by a schizophrenic sex maniac. As they leave, the scent of freshly cut grass hangs strongly in the air. So that is the short story that spawned this movie, the only thing in common is the fact that the lawnmower can be controlled by itself.
1: Right. What the
0: fuck? Right. So that's why Stephen King was like, no. <laughs> no.
1: Like, don't touch my precious story.
0: <laughs> right. Which I don't know how I feel about that story at all. But in any case, that's that's they melded these two things together. And
1: he loves killing cats too.
0: Yeah. Like pet cemetery. Pet cemetery, probably other things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but are you ready to dive into the yeah, summary of the yeah. movie?
1: Yeah, sorry. I, I should have asked.
0: <laughs> no, you're fine. You were like done. You're like yeah. after that. <laughs>
1: uh. So, Dr. Lawrence Angelo, a scientist at Virtual Space Industries, VSI runs experiments using psychoactive drugs and virtual reality to enhance cognitive performance labeled Project 5. Angelo has good intentions, wanting to expand human intelligence and communication, but VSI is funded by The Shop, a secret group hoping to find military applications for his research. Unfortunately for Angelo, his test subject, a chimpanzee named Roscoe, Gifted with intelligence, warfare training, and aggression, breaks out and has to be killed by the lab security to stop him. And I was kind of like, chimps are known to be aggressive as they age. So I was like, you're just making it We're, awful. Right. Let's just
0: make it 10 times worse. Yeah. And I just want to say, everything you just read, that was a lot to take in. <laughs> we got, we got not uh, even five minutes in, not even five minutes in, just different groups, a project. There's virtual reality mm-hmm. that somehow makes you smarter. It's just, what?
1: Just don't think about it too hard. Just think of it more as, like, a lot of what Angelo does is run tests, but the tests also are making the subject smarter. Right. That's all you really need to It's what he's doing in virtual reality. It's very strange, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a surgeon in a way, but with computers. Angela was eager to test on humans, but now with his chimpanzee test subject dead, the lab wants him to start over again with a new chimp. The lab suggests he go on a hiatus for a while instead while they redo the space. And instead of taking an actual break, he throws himself into his research at home. Even further to the point, his girlfriend leaves him. <laughs>
0: girlfriends wife.
1: Yeah. Girlfriend's wife.
0: <laughs> Whatever she is. Yes. Um, like, dude, just take a break.
1: Right. Because
0: I don't. No, if you mention it, but they were using, like, that specific drug or something to bring out the aggression, and he doesn't want to do that anymore. Yeah. Or you could just take a break and mm-hmm. just come back to the table that, take a little break, see.
1: Yeah, think about it.
0: <laughs> and maybe not Because we're, we're
1: going to be doing it.
0: <laughs> we're going to be doing it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so his wife leaves him, and Dr. Angelo then decides he will pick up where he left off using an intellectually- disabled gardener, Job Smith, as a test subject, promising him it will make him smarter. And he has no clue what is going to happen to him as a human. No, So it's really irresponsible in a way, especially someone that's disabled and can't always make these decisions for themselves. Yeah,
0: it's kind of fucked up. Yeah. He definitely uses him. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially at
1: first. Yeah, because I don't think I... Neurotypical.
0: Yeah, that's a good word for it would agree to this maybe
1: yeah it, but he puts it under the guise of they're playing games so like at first he takes him and his friend peter to play like these flying simulation kind of games but mm. in reality they're specifically test for him to right. do.
0: so uh, we have a kid
1: a 10 year old and an
0: intellectually disabled person yes those are probably the two people you shouldn't be doing this.
1: Yeah, that you're taking advantage of. Yeah. yeah
0: if, I mean, if you're going to do it to anybody, these are the two people you wouldn't want to. I mean, he's not really doing it to the kid,
1: weirdly enough. No, he's just kind of a sidekick to the situation. Right.
0: No, the, the, the one you're doing is actually just a game. but mm. The one Job is doing yeah. is definitely not a game.
1: Yeah. So Angelo does alter the course of treatment slightly, though, removing the aggressive factors that were instilled into the chimp test subject. At first, the procedures benefit everyone. Job's intelligence improves while he seemingly gets to play a fun game where he's flying through obstacles. And he becomes more confident in, in himself so much so that he's able to stand up to his religious abusive father figure. I don't know if it's his real father or a priest that took him in. It's very confusing.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the priest took him in. He's like basically his adoptive father.
1: Molester as well. He At one point towards the end when he... Confesses. Him. Yeah, it's weird.
0: Yeah, it is strange. Yeah, that was another <laughs> weird part of the story. Like, why is that a plot point? Like, why could this. Yeah, like he could have just lived on his own. Like, why did we have to make it a weird
1: sex religious? Yeah. yeah, religious sex thing. Yeah.
0: Was there unless it was a failed attempt at symbolism? Yeah, because
1: to tie in King's literature or no? It, right? Well,
0: no, no, no. Just uh, Job's like becomes like a digital god uh, yeah
1: yeah
0: uh so maybe it's that juxtaposition between religion and the yeah. digital age
1: it's just I'd, not thought out i don't think but. no
0: i don't i didn't like it
1: yeah and he also uh starts dating a wealthy widow her name is marnie meanwhile angelo gets to report back to the project director sebastian Timms that his experiment is exceeding his expectations However, during one of their training sessions, Angelo continues to alter Job's brain with virtual reality, causing so much pain that it nearly kills Job. So they have to cease treatment until he can research further into what happened.
0: So back to Marnie really quick. <sighs> there is this weird sexy. I no, was
1: just going to skip past it because they are weird people. Weird oh,
0: I want to talk, talk about it. Okay. But it, it doesn't happen yet though, does it? Um. Well, since you
1: Yeah, go ahead, because I'm not gonna bring skip, up for a minute.
0: Oh well, do you bring up Not like,
1: until like the the lab scene. With her? Because mm-hmm. that's when it
0: happens when she gets Yeah, well wait.
1: You you wanna talk about that scene or, or their beginning of the relationship? No, not
0: the, the the weird in the simulation part.
1: Okay. We can talk about that one. Okay. to it. Just give me a minute.
0: Sorry, I I got confused. I got them mixed up.
1: No problem. There is like a beginning of the relationship sex scene and they're just like really awkward kissers and mm-hmm. it's just like uncomfortable to Oh, you like
0: give me your tongue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> continue. Yeah. So, Tim's reports Angelo's findings to the shop, and they ask to see a demonstration, even though he's not finished with testing. But when Angelo objects to giving a presentation, the shop leader insists that Tim switch the medicine for the testing with the Project 5 aggression factors.
0: Why? Like, what is—why are you so hell-bent on using this?
1: He wants to make a weapon.
0: (laughs) We could make a weapon without them just being mindless—
1: Mindlessly aggressive. Right. Like,
0: they're going to get smarter, so—
1: Maybe they they would figure that kind of shit out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the last thing you need is like you can have your smart weapon
1: and you, pointless you, anger. Yeah.
0: Right. That's not make a smart person pointlessly angry mm-hmm. on top of it. Like just the smart person's enough. Right. <laughs> like we don't need to make them just mad all the time for no reason.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Meanwhile, at the lab, Job takes the widow Marnie to engage in cyber sex, but his abilities overwhelm him, and he ends up lobotomizing her. Oh my god! So, this whole scene is so weird.
0: Let's describe the the lab, yeah. VR because it's like you know, it's like a circle, and you're like lifted, and you're like suspended in this thing, right? Yeah. So they're having this weird virtual sex, like in different pods, pods almost. Uh, yeah. And they're in. They're flying in the digital world, and she's like, "I'm sticky," and she falls in like this s- sticky goo, and then
1: <laughs> he d- says, "It's like a uh, matrix material or something like that, like the system material."
0: Yeah, and then Job turns into this weird creature, like monster, creature, alien thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which she just loses it.
1: Yeah, and i I didn't even know she had been lobotomized. I I knew something happened, obviously, because. Whenever we see her, she's just kind of, like, laughing, laughing to herself. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know what really happened. Like, he attacked her in virtual reality and basically completely destroyed her mentally.
0: Yeah. I, it's – this is not just, like, VR. Which, what's weird is they're giving Joe like, these drugs and stuff in, in addition to the VR.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: she's just thrown in the VR. And that's right. enough to, like, cause her extreme mental – Anguish. Yeah. So I don't know.
1: And when when they first had that accident, though, too, when they almost killed Joe, it was something about the system said he was going into, like, fatal overdrive or something. Mm-hmm. Like, his his mind couldn't handle the capacity or something that they were working at. Uh-huh. So I almost wonder if that's kind of what happened to her as well. Yeah. But I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. It's just, a, just
0: watch the scene, and then you'll be just as confused.
1: Yeah, yeah. So he meets with Angelo the next day to show him that he's developed abilities like telekinesis and telepathy. And astounded but also frightened, Angelo worries that they may be moving too quickly. Yeah, you think?
0: This was the moment. This was the ah <laughs> shit He's moment. like,
1: oh no, now we've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> Job doesn't want to hear it because he believes he's surpassed him in intelligence and forgoes more treatment on his own, unknowingly giving himself the aggression factor medicine that was switched in earlier.
0: Yeah, because didn't Tim switch it out or something? Yeah, the assisting project guy. Yeah, I was like, excuse me.
1: It's not your your project.
0: So irritating. Mm -hmm. Just like, stop. Yeah. Stop it. Don't do that. Don't put that there. Like, I just don't... I don't understand. Like, they had to kill the monkey because the monkey killed a bunch of people.
1: hmm Why would you do that?
0: I don't know. They're so, like, let's just try it again. It should be fine. Yeah. Okay.
1: He says at one point, he's like, we're not supposed to, like, bite the hand that feeds us. So, like, I guess the shop is funding their project entirely. So, if it's because it's what they want, but mm. it just seems like a really poor judgment.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: <laughs> so... Uh, he then goes on a rampage, killing those that mistreated him, including setting fire to his religious father person. <laughs> and this is when he, he confesses that he was a molester. So I was like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, we don't like that. Yeah. That was very weird. And then, so, <laughs> he he bursts into flames, but these it's are— It's
1: like digital flames? Right.
0: Do you think that was meant to look fake? Because— It looks so terrible. Or were those supposed to be real flames?
1: I'm guessing it's supposed to look fake because that's what his power is. Okay. But it looks so dumb. It looks so bad. Yeah. I
0: was like, uh, no. You Mm should have just like threw a candle on him or something. It would have made more sense. Oh.
1: And he has so many ways of doing this because he, he can literally move stuff with his mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He didn't need to summon digital flames. <laughs> he could have just, yeah, thrown a candle on him with his mind.
0: Anything <laughs> else because it was, again, you couldn't take it seriously.
1: Yeah. And he uh, sends the lawnmower that he was working with in the very beginning. He figured out how to power it himself. So it it runs on its own to kill his 10-year-old friend Peter's abusive father. We, yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> we like that one
1: right. That was fine. Meanwhile, the shop has sent out a team to capture him and harness him as a weapon, but every person he runs into splits two pieces, it, and he like digitally takes them apart,
0: yeah, is this the one they're they're like balls, yeah, like, like they balls? become little
1: bubbles, and they just kind of
0: and they make little clinky noises,
1: yeah, and it's like, oh,
0: interesting, yeah. <laughs> I didn't expect to see that,
1: yeah. I don't know what to make of that.
0: <laughs> because they're so like, alive while it's happening.
1: Mm-hmm. They're like,
0: ah. Uh,
1: and then, like, uh, like all of their matter is just, like, shifted or separated or something. So, like, are they still alive?
0: <laughs> I don't know. But that's a bad fate, though. That yeah. would suck.
1: Yeah. So, finally, Angelo finds him in his basement. And Job declares his plan is to reach an ultimate stage of evolution by becoming a being of pure energy existing in the VSI computer mainframe, connecting to all computer systems of the world afterward. He promises his birth will be signaled by every telephone on the planet ringing simultaneously.
0: Bro, that's, uh-uh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't like
0: the sound of my phone ringing, let alone... The every whole, phone. <laughs> oh, God. I would just be like, make it stop. I don't care. Do whatever Whatever happened. <laughs> right. Just let him do what he wants. Make it stop.
1: He then used his mind control to dominate Angelo and restrain him. At VSI, Job uses the lab equipment to enter the mainframe and become a digital being, abandoning his physical body.
0: I will say, that part creeped me out. That looked gross. Where his body just, like, shriveled? Yeah. At first, I thought his body just disappeared.
1: I thought so, too. Oh, no.
0: His body is still there, but it's like it's, a shriveled husk of a person. Yeah. And it is upsetting to see. Yeah. Like that, It's gross. That actually legitimately kind of freaked me out a little bit. Just yeah.
1: the... Because we weren't expecting it. The like imagery that. of, like... yeah a husk of a person it it made me feel uncomfortable (laughs) Mm, yeah angelo remotely accesses the vsi computer encrypting connections to the outside world and traps job in the mainframe as job searches for an unencrypted network connection angelo sets bombs to destroy the building feeling responsible for what happened to job angelo enters virtual reality to attempt to reason with him one last time or die with him Job overpowers Angelo and crucifies his digital body, which I'm like, why? <laughs> uh, another
0: religious symbolism. Because yeah, he's God
1: now. Yeah. Like and God didn't uh, crucify Christ, but okay.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know. Job is like this golden man entity thing with a like a really weirdly expressive face. Yeah. And then Larry is just an I think it's like a blue silver. Just
1: guy. kind of like a blank yeah. person shaped. And
0: (laughs) so, to paint the picture, they're in this, like, white room almost. There's, like, a bubble that's covering them. And there's, like, these hexagonal shapes coming out at Job. And he's, like looks like he's solving a little
1: puzzle, like a
0: Rubik's Cube, but not really a Rubik's Cube, but like a puzzle of some sort. And he keeps saying, access denied, access denied. And it's, it's so funny because he's like doing this like super quick. And you just see his hand go, access denied. Acces denied. access denied, access denied. If you watch his hand, it just like kind of shakes in there. I don't know if you noticed no. that. He just puts his hand in this little hexagon. He's like wiggles it around. Access
1: denied. Access denied. <laughs> just,
0: it's just funny because, again, can't take it seriously.
1: Yes, of course. Peter runs into the building and Job realizes he's in danger from the bombs. Still caring for the boy, he allows Angelo to leave the mainframe in order to rescue Peter. Job escapes through a maintenance line just before the building is destroyed.
0: Now, you don't know he escaped. You think he...
1: Well, you hear him say, like, ah, back door, and then, like...
0: It explodes. It explodes,
1: like... so you... Know, you I I kind of assumed he escaped. Oh, yeah, I
0: assumed too, but I think they tried to make it, like...
1: Questionable. Right,
0: like, oh, he didn't make it, but, girl, we all know.
1: Nah, they always make it.
0: They always make it.
1: (laughs) Angelo is later at home with Peter and his mother, Carla. The telephone rings, followed by the noise of a second telephone ringing elsewhere. Followed by all telephones ringing all around the world. And it wasn't even, like, a good shot of all around the world. It was just, like... One city. New York and then London. And then they're like, yeah, it's everywhere.
0: Yeah. (laughs) This is all that matters in the world. Forget every other country. New York and London, that's the world. Yeah. So, uh, Job escaped, Mm. and now he's gonna live in the computer. Yay. All right, you do you, Job? Like, what, what are... Like, what is his plan (laughs) now that he's a computer god?
1: Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't get it. Like, what what do you benefit from by
0: Uh, by completely
1: abandoning your body so you can never come back to the earth?
0: He just wanted to control the internet. Okay. The end.
1: Yeah. Do you want to hear about virtual reality?
0: I do. (laughs)
1: So virtual reality, or VR, is technology that creates a simulated environment that can be similar to or completely different from the real world. It uses computer-generated graphics and sensory inputs to immerse users in a virtual environment, making them feel as if they are physically present in that environment. VR typically requires the use of a headset or helmet that contains a display screen and sensors to track the user's movements. The display screen provides a 3D visual experience while the sensors track the user's head movements and adjust the virtual environment accordingly, creating a sense of presence and immersion. Virtual reality can be used in various fields, including entertainment, education, healthcare, and training. In entertainment, VR allows users to explore virtual worlds, play immersive video games, or watch 360-degree videos. In education, it can enhance learning experiences by providing virtual field trips, interactive simulations, and immersive historical reconstructions. In healthcare, VR can be used for pain management, therapy, and surgical training. In training and simulations, VR can provide realistic environments for practicing skills and scenarios in industries such as aviation, military, and engineering. Overall, virtual reality offers a unique and immersive experience that has the potential to revolutionize how we interact with digital content and experience different environments and scenarios.
0: Have you ever used
1: VR? So not in like the traditional like headset with the screen thing, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: I've used like Google Maps.
0: Yes, <laughs> it <laughs> so counts, right?
1: Yeah. Well, like if you look at like the street view of something yeah. and you can look all around the neighborhood in that. Mm-hmm. That's technically VR, I guess.
0: Yeah. I like VR. So we have several VR headsets. Oh. <laughs> and my problem is I get very warm that I fog up the lens all the time. So I can't really use VR all that often. It sucks. But when I do play it, it is really cool. I play this game called Phasmophobia. Have you ever heard of it?
1: No, I haven't.
0: We play a Ghost Hunter. Ooh. It's so terrifying. Like, just regularly on desktop, like... I stream it. I streamed it actually yesterday. Mm. And I so I tried to do it in VR, but I got super motion sickness. Oh. Like within playing it for like two minutes. I, I think was not I nauseous. might have tried
1: it once and I think I did give them like motion sickness from all the moving around and stuff.
0: Mm. Yeah, so I was sick for like over an hour. I was nauseous. Really? Because I was that gonna bad. Do it. Yeah, I was gonna do it as a stream incentive. I'm like, I'm gonna play this and then I was like, well, I'm not gonna play this. <laughs> it was terrifying. But I've done like the 3D videos before There was this Jurassic Park one Where you like Were riding in a little thing And dinosaurs were coming at you That was Mm -hmm. really cool I remember playing Skyrim In VR Oh okay Really cool Yeah I remember (laughs) The giant was running up on me And I like physically Like went like (laughs) Like I shielded myself Yeah it it is really cool. Um, I don't do it all, all that often, but VR is a very good way to immerse yourself in whatever you're doing. So I think it's really cool. I just uh I get sick sometimes.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's like the older I get, too. Like this, like the motion of it, even with like certain movies, too. Like when they do like a panning shot in, like where they're like moving about scenery as they like open different scenes or something i'll be like i don't like this ride anymore oh really <laughs>
0: yeah oh yeah is rough although a lot of the times they will make the controls to where it's not like moving like that where it could kind of like teleport to different places so it's not
1: constant this movement. fluid
0: yeah 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 uh because like phasmophobia had that mode i'm like oh no it's fine i'll just do the free walking no thank you oh my god it was like
1: Too many jump scares, basically? No, just the motion.
0: Really? I didn't even get to a point. I barely got in the house. Wow. And I was like, I (laughs) "I can't do this. And I was laying in bed for like an hour and a half, just nauseous. Yeah,
1: definitely not streaming material then. No, no,
0: no, no. So... (laughs)
1: Well, actually, you'd, like, get so many subscribers for, like, throwing <laughs> up during. <laughs> I know.
0: But I do like Beat Saber, like, something like that where it's just things coming at you and you could, you know, you're not moving around, like, an environment mm. per se, but things are coming towards you. Totally fine. Yeah. Uh, Beat Saber is really fun. Okay. Definitely. Maybe I'll
1: have recommend. to try it out when next time I'm over at your place. But. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But VR is fun. I like it outside of when it made me not. Not feel good. Feel good. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's dicey, but I recommend Okay. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us a five-star rating is super helpful, and we will always appreciate it.
1: You can find us on social media using 13 Degrees of Screams.
0: This has been 13 Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next week.
1: Watch out for being a cyber god.
0: Watch out. That's, that's what you want to be, Stephanie.
1: No, I don't think you're supposed to. <laughs> you're not supposed to, but I want to oh no <laughs> um, i guess you enjoy your life in that computer man <laughs> i will bye bye